Okay, so I'm cranky. I'm cranky today. And uh, do you want me to? Do you want me to tell you why? You want me to go on a rant? Yes. Yeah, go. I mean, hold on, go. Hold on. I gotta take my glasses off. Okay, so. Okay, you must it, really be pissed. Oh, like it, it, you can't see me. Well, you can see me, but you know anyone else can't see me. I, I'm doing that thing where you rub your forehead because you're so freaking mad. Anyway, um, my um, my situation started early this morning when I, I I did think that I was going to have um, husband and wife relations uh, this morning. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and she was, she was gung ho. She was ready to roll. And, uh, and it was actually, you know, kind of her suggestion, but then, um, you know, then, then life got in the way and, you know, she was, she kept saying like, you know, hold on, don't worry, it'll happen. And, and, uh, I was like, at some point I just kind of gave up and I thought, you know what, I love you, but we got to get going with the day. And, you know, by this time it was maybe, you know, after nine in the morning and we had kids like downstairs kind of, you know, making a lot of noise. And I kept thinking, oh, this is just not going to happen. So, you know, and, and it was supposed to rain today and I thought I got to cut the grass. I got to, you know, we had, uh, one kid had to go to a party, uh, like about a half an hour away. And then we had to stay out there and like then bring that kid back and then take another kid to another party. And, I just kept rolling this over in my head. I'm like, this is not going to happen. So I got out of bed and I was like, we're doing, I'm, I'm starting my day. So fine. Uh, we start the day. Uh, we end up going to the mall and, uh, because we dropped the one kid off at the party and we had to stay in the general vicinity because we really couldn't come home and then, you know, turn around and go right back again an hour later. It would have been a, waste of time. So I went to the mall and I thought, I'm going to buy some shoes. I need some new shoes. And I get there. And uh, first of all, I walk around the mall and I hate shopping, right? Like it's not my favorite thing. I'm usually in and out. Mm -hmm. And I know the kind of, like I'm a bit particular with my shoes. They have to be a certain way. Um, so, and I had in my mind what I wanted. I was looking for some Oxford with the toe cap and, um, these are dress shoes. Yeah. Dress shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have some really nice brogues, and uh, I got a black pair and a brown pair, and one has a little more pointed toe, and the other one has a little more of a rounded toe, but I wanted mm -hmm. some just like a flat black um, Oxford with like a toe cap. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Sort of a classic men's shoe. Yeah. It's a nice dress shoe. You can wear it with anything. You really can wear it with just about any suit. Um, you can also wear it with a pair of, uh, jeans and a, like a, and a sport coat if you're going out. It's, it's a classic shoe. You're right. So I'm looking for it, but I'm particular about what I like. I don't like the leather to be too, like, um, um, you know, beaten up because some of them, they have that look, like it's that more beaten up look, right? And, and I don't like it to be like super extra ultra shiny. It's just got to be nice, right? I don't even know how to describe that. I just know what it means in my head. So I'm there and I'm looking at shoes and uh, I'm like, okay, these are, this is good. I like this. And, and I'll tell you the brand. Oh, wait, before you, yeah. sorry, oh, you're going to say the brand. I was going to say you the brand. You have a brand that you, yeah. yeah. So I like Ted Baker's. Um, Ted Baker's, uh, it's a nice shoe. Okay. So shout out to Ted Baker. You make a nice shoe. And, uh, <laughs> And I'm I'm there and I'm looking at them and Francis is with me and, and I mean I love my wife. She's the best thing in the whole wide world. 
and we were looking at the shoes and she was like, how about these? And I was kind of explaining to her, I'm like, well, these, if you press here and you look here, you know, this is where, and like, it's an early indicator of, you know, how long the shoe will live. And I, I she, hand- knows, she knows this? Like, no, this no, 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 no. I, I was educating her. And then I handed oh, her, I handed that- her these Ted Bakers and then she, she looks at them and she's like, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. So we put the Ted Bakers down and I'm like, let's go for a walk in the mall and we'll just go around and, and see what else we can find because maybe there's another store maybe they're i don't know whatever maybe they're 10 bucks cheaper who knows and so we just decided to go for a walk and i knew i was going to come back but then we looked at the time and i'm like oh my gosh we got to go get neela so it's you know we're like 20 minutes before we have to get her and she looks at me she's like do we have time and i'm like okay we have time so we zip back to the store uh we find a guy he's very very helpful i try the shoes on and I tried on two different sizes, and I tried on one size, and I was like, oh, that feels pretty good, but it might be just a bit big. And then he brings me the other size, and I try that on, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know. That fits really well, but then is it too small? Because I really needed a half size, but they don't have the half size. So I ended up buying the smaller of the two because I thought it was the wise thing to do, but mm-hmm. now I'm kind of questioning it. And I actually didn't pick them up because they didn't have them in stock. Some weirdo walked out with one size 11 and one size 10 <laughs> oh, man. and they didn't have a matching set and i'm like i've got two different shoes on i'm like i don't think this is right so yeah. uh anyway they were like okay we'll find you two uh two tenths so anyway the guy um he uh he he finds a shoe like he finds a shoe online he's like well ship it to the store we'll call you you can come and pick it up and now i'm thinking in my head did i buy the right size but in my head now i've kind of rationalized that if i get there and i try them back on again you know i just say oh i just want to try them on and then just see i if i don't like it i can always go for the other size and hopefully they have that and if they have to ship it uh, they can send it to my house so i'm really glad i talked about that because now i actually feel better in the five minutes it took me to explain that i actually feel <laughs> a little bit better about it but we had this invasion of kids hit our house later today, and it was right around dinner time. We were having a later dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, my older daughter has a friend over, and they've been making stuff in the kitchen all day, like cake pops and like cake, and they're just like in this baking fanatic mood, and they there's yep. like, the kitchen's a complete disaster, so I'm like, clean up the kitchen. This is crazy. Like We have people over, and it's a complete wreck in here. So they're cleaning it up, and then, you know, uh, the younger daughter has uh, some friends over, and I went to give, like, a, okay, first of all, let me give you some background. Uh, there, She's got a few friends that are a bit snotty, and when they come to the house, they kind of ignore me, and I kind of don't like it. And I'm really sorry, mm-hmm. but uh, a 10-year-old in my house, I, 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 I'm so mad right now, I really want to go down and say, all of you, get out. You don't treat me with respect. I don't want you here. Mm-hmm. Go. Leave. My house. This is my house. I get to say what goes on here. I don't have any privacy right now, so right now I'm hiding in uh, my bedroom, and I'm talking to you, and I'm angry. I'm fuming right now. So that's, well, I'm that's, glad you- that's a little bit. That's a just a, sort of like a little segment of the day that's okay okay well i hope i hope you it does help to talk this through um i feel better listening to you to be honest is that the same kind of things irk you oh absolutely and as you know and or well we both know that recording this podcast at the best of times can be quite challenging 
because of a few reasons. Number one, we're both located in completely different geographies and our time zones are, it's right now 13 hour time difference. So lining up a time for us to, to record is not always easy. We have the best of intentions during the week. We'll chat about it and we'll set a rough idea, you know, Friday, your Friday night, my Saturday morning, or my, your, your Saturday night, my Sunday morning. And then we, as we get to the weekend, we start to get a little closer in terms of, well, what time are we going to record? And, but because you are in typically in your evening and I am in my morning, those are very different times of day for each of us. So I prefer to record in the morning because it just, my frame of mind is better, my mental energy is better, and it's just more convenient. After a full day, kind of like the one you described, I just don't have it in me to do. So I actually applaud the fact that you're able to show up and still record this because in your situation, I might have I might have bailed. I actually don't mind recording in the evening. It doesn't bother me. Um it's, uh, I guess, in a way, a bit therapeutic because I get to spew my venom in this case, right? I'm just right. so angry. Right. Yeah. And, but, and you know. That's, that's something that, like, I was just talking to my wife about some of this frustration. And she said, well, why don't you just do it at night? And he does it in, in the morning. And I said, no, that's not the issue. The, the nights generally are best for Simon. And I don't like the nights. So for me, I, I'm it's a good, good with mix when. that way. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with the when part. The, the problem is, is just making it happen. And so, and I said to you last week that it's hard sometimes with the false starts. It's like lining up at the sprint line, and you're ready to go, and then they tell you the race isn't actually going to start until 15 minutes Rain from delay. now. Yeah, but or I'm at the this finish the starting line i'm in the crouched position in the the blocks or whatever they call it and i'm i just sit there waiting for for some information like <laughs> all right i'm guilty i'm guilty of that that's that's fair i completely get that but uh in any case today i was all i wanted to do i really wanted to record today i mean if i remember i was the one that suggested we have to do this recording this weekend and in my head it never plays out the way i want it to i think oh it'll be like this and then something happens and it's like oh come on people yeah oh uh, well anyway okay here we are. let's go with something uh let's change gear i thought maybe today we could focus on news stories okay i, I yep. have I, ha- I happened to stumble across a few, and I also we had one idea that came in from a listener that I wanted to, to do as well. Nice, a listener. Yes. So let me start off with the East the Easter Island. How how much okay. do you know about that place? I just know that it's an island with a bunch of rocks. It's somewhere in. Uh, is it like in the? Is is it like a Polynesian island somewhere? Very good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's. Uh, it's I, I know what they look sh- like. I know the formation of the rocks, but yeah. Yeah, I think most people know those statue, the heads, right? Like the heads. Yes. And and so, uh, the reason I, that this comes up is because I came up. There was a an article that um, I noticed about Easter Island, 
But before I get into the, what that article said, a couple of quick facts on Easter Island for those that may be interested. So it's actually a Chilean territory. I did not know that. Yeah, it was annexed, annexed by Chile in, in 1888. It's, uh, as you said, it's, it's, it's a remote volcanic island in Polynesia. And, uh, and any guess what you think the population might be? On that island? Easter Island? Yeah. I didn't, yeah, what do you think? I, I didn't think it was well, inhabited yeah. by people at all. I just, I, anytime oh, I, really? Yeah, I, I didn't think there were anybody that lived there. I thought it was just birds and, I don't know, walruses or something. I don't know. I have no idea. What, is, are there people that live there? Oh, yeah. There's, uh, so, I mean, it's not a big population, but there's, according to Wikipedia, in two, this is with 2012, they, they said there was 5,761 inhabitants uh, on Easter Island. Huh. I, I did not know that. And those stones, the heads, they're carved out of volcanic rock, and they were they were carved with stone chisels. And there's about nine, almost nine hundred monumental statues there. Nine hundred? Yeah. Not Crazy. in that one area that we're all accustomed to seeing, though, right? I don't know, but yes, you're right. There's that circle of of them, and no, there's probably not nine hundred there, but there's a, a, a close to nine hundred on the island, and, and I don't know how right, many okay. in actual formation. So the thing that grabbed my attention. Hold on, as, wait one second. Are they in a circle, or are you thinking of like um, the the? I, I no. think Yeah, you're mistaken. I think I'm thinking Stonehenge. You're thinking of Stonehenge. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there we go again. What, are, what do they call those circles? They're like, uh, uh, oh, I forget not now. Not crop circle. No, it's not a crop circle. <laughs> it's like a circle of, uh, it's like, uh, so, you know what? Whoever's listening to this is like, you idiots, it's this. I know. <laughs> Our, we do very well at pronunciations and historical historical references were terrible science god we're terrible at everything yeah <laughs> we're terrible yes we are terrible at everything whatever it is it's it's like a druid you know an ancient druid circle of rocks but yeah. that's not that's stonehenge that what you're talking about is easter island and easter island is not a circle of rocks yes i i, I was mistaken there so last couple of details 2000 kilometers away is the closest uh, inhabitants of somewhere else is, is, is they're 2,000 kilometers away from any other people or, or land. So what reason I bring all this up is because the the article under Weird News was Easter Island statues threatened by nose pick selfie snapping tourists. <laughs> okay. Funny, funny headline. Yeah. Okay, go on. And... So it, it intrigued me, and, and when I was preparing for this today, I, I snapped, that, snapped that article and logged it away for, for us to use today. But the interesting thing was is that I read the article, and nowhere in the article was there any pictures of, of selfies of people doing this, nose-picking things. So I'm assuming, no, no selfies of anyone nose-picking. By the way, where would you no. take a selfie of yourself nose-picking? Uh, no, but that's so the the statues, and this is what I I had thought was oh, what the article was going to be picking the nose of the statue, right? Correct. So the article intrigued me, and and I, I, but when I went through it, I couldn't find any. I figured they would throw a few pictures of people 
picking their noses or picking the noses of the statues. So, no, that was not the case. And then I went and I Googled it and I started coming across five, six, seven articles uh, with the same type of a headline about how the island was being overrun by tourists. But all of them had the headline about nose picking, nose picking selfies. Okay. But do you know, I could not find one article with nose picking people in it, which I thought was very surprising. An article or a one, picture? A picture in any article. Like, uh. so of all the articles. But then when I did a Google search and looked under images, I only found one. And I didn't spend a ton of time with this, but I only found one picture of somebody picking their nose, which started, like, it bothered me because I figured if this was rampant, then there would be tons and tons of images on the internet of people doing this. And I didn't, I only found one after maybe searching for five or six minutes for it. But what bothered me was, exactly. I hate that. So that was, that was something I wanted to make a point of is these, these clickbaity things that I I can't stand it. No. So you know what my favorite one is? The ones that announce a story like, um, uh, you know, child stands on edge of cliff you won't believe what happens next like those ones are like oh god i hate that i don't even yeah, click on do there's so many that have you just fill in the blank you wouldn't believe what happened next or you wouldn't believe what the res- what they said or what the response was or they're 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 terrible and they also use misleading pictures as well there's one i remember seeing with a airplane the hunt 10th 10 weirdest airplanes and they show in the picture this Boeing, like a, like a a jet airliner where the engine is like the whole, it looks like it's the plane. And (laughs) and it's very bizarre looking. It's kind of eye capturing or or eye catching. And then when you click on the article, there's no plane in the list of weird planes that looks like the plane that was in that original I, picture. I got one better. I have one better. I, I, there was a picture of a plane flying in the sky, and the title was something to the effect of um, people jump out of plane, um, you know, uh, people, something about people jumping out of the plane, which made you like, like looking at the picture, um, made you think, "Oh my gosh, they jumped out of the plane while it was thirty thousand feet in the air." But then you read the article. Of course, I clicked on that because I was like, "What? Why are people jumping out of a plane at thirty thousand feet?" Uh, I click on the right. article. They didn't jump out of the plane at thirty thousand feet. They actually jumped out of the plane. Actually, no, they didn't even jump out of the plane. They exited the plane via the tarmac. Uh, you know those roll up stairs. So you know what I'm talking about? The stair, like you know, the floating, you know how, like float, the one you know, slide, or no, no, not the slide. Like the it, like, okay, you have two ways of getting on a plane. All right. Most of the big airports have those jetways, right? The ones that kind of, it's like a ramp and you go down once you're in the airport, you walk down the jetway and you you enter onto the plane. But if you're in a country that doesn't have jetways, and I experienced this recently when I was in a country that was... um, uh, like a, a southern, like a, an island country. It doesn't have a big mm-hmm. airport. You arrive, and they don't have a jetway, so you you climb out of the plane via one of those trucks that has a stair on it, right? 
Yeah. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? So that the truck yes. drives up to the door and then you know the door is open and you walk down the stairs and then you walk on the tarmac and then there are various Arrested people. Development it's like it's exactly yes, it's like that. I love that. Yeah. So um I forget where I was going with this. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So the story is like you see this plane, and it's in the um, in the article, and it it alludes to the fact that people are jumping out of the plane. Well, when you read the article, you see that people actually didn't, or you read that people didn't actually jump out of the plane. What they did was they exited the plane while the plane was still on the tarmac because somebody had uh, you know reason to believe that. Uh, you know, they found a note and it made everyone feel uncomfortable. Like maybe there was something mm-hmm. on the plane that, you know, uh, anyway, so they exited the plane. Like everybody was like, get off the plane. But the way the headline was written was so misleading. And I went, I don't even think that news is news anymore. It's not. It's a bunch of people trying to create um, a story, right? Maybe sometimes where there isn't one. And mm, I think yes. a lot of news is uh, made to incite uh, anger or dis- like heated discussion. Um, it's not news. Nobody reports the news anymore. Nobody, not nobody, very few, let's say, will show both sides of any argument at all. It's this is my opinion. So this is the news one way yeah, yeah it's, it's very it's, one it's way pol- and it's polarizing it's very polarizing and and cause reaction which i guess is not unlike the way news has always been uh, ted koppel once said it's not a good news story unless it's ladle dropping worthy which was the image of the housewife in the kitchen stirring the soup and if she doesn't if in the other room she hears something that isn't worth dropping her spoon in the soup pot to oh, run out and listen crap. to the article yeah i can't handle so it, it i'm sorry i mean I can't. he said that he he said that probably 30 35 years ago no brutal. doubt and that brutal. it's now just taken a whole just gone so far so far in in the, in yeah. the wrong direction it's not news anymore it's entertainment okay next i wanted to talk to you about canada's legalization of marijuana okay get your I want to get your take on it. This also came up out of a weird, weird news story that I discovered, which the the title of is. By the way, while you're looking that up, I just want to go back to what I said before. I love kids. Um, so I don't want anybody to think, oh, my gosh, that guy was going to like throttle a 10 year old kid. That's not what I was going to do. It just made me really angry that I was disrespected in my own house. Anyway, no worries. No worries. So yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about legalization of marijuana in Canada and get your take on it. Okay. The the article I found in my search as always for weird news was Toronto is now covering illegal weed dispensaries with giant cement blocks. I saw that the other day. So this just I guess for everybody's everybody's own just so we can give a bit of background here, the they've made a decision, the government of Canada, they, they legalized in Canada, effective October 17th, 2018, to allow the sale of marijuana. In select 
uh, places. So it's not like everybody can sell it. You have to have a proper license and you have to be selected by the government of Canada in order to do it. Um, Yes. So I've got the details on that. So the law states that people over 18 can possess up to 30 grams in its dried or equivalent non-dried form. You can also buy fresh cannabis or cannabis oil, but it has to be, and in both cases, from provincially licensed retailers or federally, federally licensed producers online. Interesting note on that, just a side note, uh, edibles have not been legalized. But you can buy them though, right? Nope. Well, I know someone who has them and has ordered them. So how some, he gets them somehow. And they're in nice packages and they look professional, like something you would get from a a candy company or from a, a, like a, a producer of a professional food, food item. Okay, let me double check on that because up until very recently, it was not legal uh, to have edibles. I mean, it was, I don't know if it was not legal. I, I, if, if you went to a store and bought a bunch of weed and then baked your own brownies or something, I think it was fine. But you, the government of Canada was not selling edibles to the general public. That may have changed within the last, let's say, 30 days. But I don't know. I, I got to double check on that. Okay. So the the last thing I wanted to say is that you're allowed to have you're allowed to grow up to four cannabis plants per home, but the seeds have to be f- uh, from a license. The seed or seedlings has to come from a licensed seed, a provincially licensed retailer. Hmm. Okay. The reason I bring this up is because I wanted to get your thoughts on the whole thing in the first place. So. They've been having a lot of trouble with these dispensaries for various reasons, but one of the, and so they've been putting these cement blocks up to block people from accessing, getting into them. And I wanted it, it just, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the whole idea of the legalization of marijuana and what you think of it. Um, I don't care. It's fine with me. If you want to smoke weed, go ahead. It's not something that I do. Um, I've known people in my life that have, and they're mm-hmm. fine people. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. As individuals, they share the same um, moral code as I do for the most part. And, uh, you know, they, they're they decent people. They're decent human beings. Um, so... The way I understand it, and I'm not like again, I'm not like a, I'm not a, a, not really a weed smoker, have I? Um, yeah, but it's just not something that I have ever really carried into my adult life. Um, yeah. But or into your profession, like into your, you're probably near of age or well, skirting dangerous territory, perhaps, but. There's, it's safe to say you might have had it when you were officially an adult, but at 47, you're probably uh, oh gosh. not yeah, interested no. in using it. No, right? not at all. And certainly I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be a part of my professional life in any way. So, and it hasn't for... And I didn't mean yeah. at work, I just meant that right, now yeah. you are what we would call a professional. Right. <laughs> well, that is a concern. There are people out there that's, you know, that do consume while at work or, you know, um, maybe just before work or just after work. And it's, 
you know, that then you're getting into some gray areas. Um, anyway, okay. So uh, do I care that it's been legalized? No, uh, I don't. And I think a lot of people for a long time have often thought this would be a great way for the government of Canada to make some money. And by legalizing it, I think that there is a lot of evidence that would show that the illegal sales of drugs go down. Um, and then, of course, the, the crime that would be involved with that also would dissipate to some degree. But when this first became a legal thing in Canada, there weren't enough stores to supply the demand. And then there was, you know, there was a lot of concern over, um, you know, there were, there were plants and I don't mean plant as in the plant itself, but plants that, you know, like an operation, right? Like a a plant, like a, like a plant that it would make a car, like that kind of. What do you call it? Like it's a commercial a commercial area, a plant, a commercial plant that made plants. Um, they didn't have enough of those uh, to supply the demand from the general public, so there was still a lot of illegal buying going on when it first started. And, yeah, right. And I think there were a lot of stores that, um, in various different areas of Toronto and, and other cities around Canada, that continued to supply the general public with illegal pot, but... You know, because it was easier to get, and um, those particular stores, I think, when when the police have found out about them, they've shut them down, and then they've put cement blocks on the front door. So, and I mean, like those big cinder blocks, they just cement the whole front door up. Oh well, yeah, yeah. These, I saw a picture shows, of that the other day. Yeah, the, the 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 picture in this article is of these massive blocks that they would put in the street, and. and like for blocking traffic for special events. Right. I know those. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. So according to this article, another article, so this article is titled cannabis edibles drinks will mark second wave of legalization. Um, It says here that recreational cannabis became legal on October 17th, though only dried and fresh cannabis oil plants and seeds are allowed under legislation. The federal government has said edibles containing so edibles containing cannabis and cannabis concentrates would be legal on or before October seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. So I don't think it's actually they're still not legal, but it's out there. No, I think you're right, but it's out there, and maybe it's coming. Maybe people are producing it. I mean, in the U.S., if you go to a place like Washington State, that's they've had legalized like special stores where you can go in and buy legalized marijuana and, and candies and products and things like that. So oh, maybe yeah. this stuff is somehow making it up across the border or I'm people sure. are making it somewhere and in, in, in Canada and then distributing it. I, I don't know enough about the, the edible side of it, but it's, so I would consider myself a libertarian in a lot of ways. And one of the, and so Ron Paul who was very much involved in the, I guess, two elections ago. He was running for president, and I really started to follow a lot of libertarian principles. And I don't want to make this about politics. I wouldn't say I follow all of libertarian beliefs, but one of the beliefs is about the legalization of drugs, that all drugs should be legal. 
Now, that's okay. controversial. That's a controversial statement. Ron Paul would say, if you made heroin legal tomorrow, you wouldn't suddenly be getting millions of people out starting to use heroin. That it's not going to cause people to become heroin users if you make that drug legal. I would argue you could, you could, no, you probably won't get millions, but I don't necessarily agree with making a drug like heroin legal. However, I do think that legalization of drugs like marijuana, if you're going to, you could take things like smoking and alcohol or cigarettes and alcohol, those are legal. And I would argue in some ways worse, and this could be debated for sure by a lot of people, but I would argue those are more dangerous than than marijuana would ever be. There's much more more issues relating to cigarettes and to alcohol and even gambling, if you want to go in that direction. Legalized gambling has its own issues, tons of addiction out there regarding that. So I think the biggest issue I have with the legalization of marijuana is that it actually promotes smoking. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think it does. Um, Even though it's not the only way to consume consume it, you know, i.e. edibles. But at the moment, the legalization of marijuana, I believe the whole smoking thing has sort of fallen by the wayside. I know you oh, can yeah, consume definitely. it through other methods like vaping. I think you can vape marijuana, but and maybe and there's well, there's debate whether that's e-cigarettes are just as bad or or almost as bad as real cigarettes in a but different way I think the, but yeah i think the smoking thing has become a bit like it's sort of been shoved to the side that most well, many many people will consume marijuana via smoking it and yes to to me we're forgetting about that aspect of how we're trying to curb smoking putting horrible looking cigarette labels on on cigarette boxes and hiding them in the stores, all of those things, and and that marijuana is actually a very common way to consume marijuana is by smoking it. Yeah, I don't know enough about the effects of marijuana smoking and the smoke itself on like the effect on the lungs. Um, but I think uh, with cigarettes, it's very well documented that you've got like over 200 chemicals and poisons that are, you know, in minute quantities in both the filter and the paper and the tobacco itself. I don't think the same is true of marijuana, but I don't know for sure. Again, I don't have any statistics in front of me. I'm just basing this on what little knowledge I have. Those that smoke marijuana will tell you that, you know, it's, it, it helps them with a lot of different things. I mean, there are elements of marijuana that are medicinal um, yes. that will ease stress. Definitely, there's research that proves that it, it eases pain. Um, anxiety. Anxiety. Although, I will tell you this. I've had some pretty anxious moments many, many years ago um, when uh, I had used it in you know the the few times that i have um which is why i stopped using because well using why why i stopped experimenting really because i wasn't a <laughs> user per se <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know like i just i don't know i mean i don't know if i care enough about this whole debate 
if you smoke it, you smoke it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, all I really care about is, you know, are you a jerk? If you're not a jerk, I don't care. What's next? I'll go one more weird news story and then... I love weird news stories. I think I think a lot of people do. We want to make people laugh, right? A little I mean, bit. Yeah, a little bit. I think our plans here have always been to mix, to be mostly humorous or try to be and include some serious topics now and then as they affect yes. pe- people like us or men or, or women in general. Yep. FBI seizes over 3,000 penises during raid at morgue employees' home. Hold on. Are these real penises? Yes. Like severed from a living human being? or a, a, Oh, and I guess it would be a dead human being. Correct. This guy works in a morgue. Okay, so he works in a morgue, and over a period of a number of years, I'm assuming, he's severed the unit off of many many men. Yes. Give me a second here. I want to open it Yeah, give me some more information. I need to know. Oh, no. It's fake. Fake news. Oh, it's fake news. I should have called that. Damn, okay. Yeah, it says, well, fact check. The headline is FBI seizes over 3,000 penises. Okay, hold on, stop, 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 stop. Start again, and then let's go with it, and then and then I'm one of us can call fake news. That can't be real. And then but we you, didn't, though. What do you mean? We didn't think it was fake, or no, neither I, of us thought it was fake. I know, that's what I'm saying. We can go back and say that can't be real. And then that is the not like creating fake news in, it, in of itself. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so Snopes Clever has, editing. Uh, yeah, Snopes has, has actually declared this a fake. This fake news. There is no truth to this story. World News Daily. The World News Daily report is a well-known purveyor of fake news that has a long history of publishing misinformation. Uh, I'm so disappointed. I was looking forward to that story. Uh, okay. Well, it's fake, so got to move on. All right. <laughs> are, are we just going to like completely edit that section out? I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll listen to it again, and, and it okay, might sound okay. funny. The yeah, fact yeah. We got, might, yeah. got burned. I'll figure out a way to maybe include it. Okay. Humans are growing weird bone spikes on their skulls. Smartphones. That can't be right. Smartphones may be the culprit. Are you, is that is that real? This I found multiple sources on this one. Really? So the the gist of it is the hours we spend scrolling through our smartphones appear to be changing our skulls. I'm this feeling my head re- right now. Yeah, well listen up. This may be the reason why some people, especially the younger crowd, that's where when you hear words like that, that's when I'm on alert for fake news. Right. The crowd. Yeah. Strange use of words. That's uh, people, especially the younger crowd, are developing a weird bony spike just above their necks. What? Feel around for it. See if you can feel anything. I cannot feel so, a thing. The bony skull bump, known as an external occipital protuberance 
think I pronounced that right. That was very impressive, by the way. I practiced. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I might have practiced it wrong. So the, the external occipital protuberance is sometimes so large you can feel it by pressing your fingers on the base of your skull. But no, there's several articles on this. So, so this guy's quoted, I've been a clinic, clinician for 20 years, and only in the last decade, increasingly, I've been discovering that my patients have this growth on the skull, said David Shahar, a health scientist at the University of the Sunshine Coast. Okay, that sounds a little bit fake to me, but it's probably real, let's assume. Uh David Shahar, a health scientist at the University of the Sunshine Coast in Australia, told the BBC in a fascinating feature about the changing human skeleton. And it goes on to say that there's other times in history where the the skull has changed due to things that have happened throughout our evolution. I I don't even know what to say because I feel like there were some triggers there that would make me think that it's not necessarily real. I've been feeling my head the whole time and I'm like I don't think this is this is real. I don't I where is it supposed to it's at the base of your skull? No, it's yeah, so it's between the neck and the skull at the back. Uh, isn't that your spine? To... Isn't that just like a part of your spine? Oh, are you feeling something? Yeah, it's my spine. That's what I feel. Okay. <laughs> well, look it up. The, uh, the okay, hold on. University of S- the Sunshine Coast? I don't think that's real either. I'm calling fake yeah, news. You, University you do of... Dispel fake news articles. Okay, I'm looking it up. Keep going. Or, or look that up. I don't. Oh mind my gosh. Positives. University of the Sunshine Coast? Yes. It's a, it's a real university. Okay. Uh, I believe it might be Australian. Yes, it is. It is. It's a real university. Yep, it's in Queensland, Australia. Okay. So they're saying they they're saying that uh, they're calling it text neck. Oh, I have text, that. It hurts my neck. Text neck can incre- text neck can increase pressure on the juncture where the neck muscles attach to the skull, and the body likely responds by laying down new bone, which leads to that spiky bump. Huh. Okay, I'm going to have to have a serious check of my neck to see if I have that. And get your wife to check it out. I will. I'm going to need that after this morning. Yeah, okay. So I've heard of text neck. Um... I just didn't know that it came with a tail out of the back of your head. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you have to say about that? It's it's disturbing. I, I mean, I you know my feelings. Well, I have strong feelings about the whole attachment to digital devices right now. Yes. And if all, all it takes is just sitting on public transit for a few minutes to just to have a look around and see how many people are staring down into cell phones, clicking and swiping and tapping and, and watching different things. There's, I do it. I'm not going to say I don't do it. I, I'm, I'm on it. I listen. My thing is listening to podcasts. 
and and reading not right. generally on a smartphone it's just too small but or i will read articles or listen to podcasts so i could easily be seen as uh, a user an over user maybe of digital technologies but uh yes so now we're seeing a physical consequence to to this which is the first time i'm hearing about it we've typically just heard it's bad for your brain or your your eyes so i gotta i don't understand that because why is that any different than reading a book Right? Like, how many people do you see... Let's rewind the clock 30 years. And if you were on the subway or a train, a commuter train of any kind, you would have seen multiple people reading the newspaper, reading a book. In fact, most people would have been doing, you know, like reading the newspaper or reading a book in the same way that people read their phones now. They're checking email. They're, uh, you know, looking at online videos. Um, listening to a podcast, whatever, and um, how is that any no, different? I, think, I, I don't think it's. Any I think different. it's very different. It's different. You just said what you just said is how it's different. When you when you were thirty years ago reading the newspaper or a book, you were reading the newspaper or a book. But your now head people, is still tipped down reading it. I see what you mean. So from a physical standpoint, the you don't get it, but you do agree that looking at your cell phone, what you're using, what you're looking at is different than, and has different effects than what it would have had looking down at a newspaper or a book 30 years ago. Right. I still think that would be the same. How is text neck any different than reading neck? I, I, yes, from that perspective, I'm not sure. That's a good question. The, the debate about how digital technology has caused issues in terms of lack of attention and and the effects of you know these video games and tapping and bright shiny objects always flashing in your face that's a different thing you're tackling it from how does looking down at a newspaper or a book differ from stooping your neck to look at a Right, which is what I'm assuming, isn't that what the guy was saying in that article, where it's because their neck has been tipped down, the text neck has been what's, you know, creating this new bone that's creating this freakishly weird thing out of the back of your neck? Well, maybe it's something to do with the way you're angling your your body, because a lot of people are typing at the same time or doing something versus Mm. with a book. You can mm. kind of just hold it there and read, whereas the tapping and, and texting part, maybe that's where the issues are, are happening. I guess. I don't know. I don't buy it. I think it's not true. It's fake news. Yeah, it says here that the that as we look down at devices like smartphones and tablets, our necks must work to keep our heads in place. Prolonged straining could lead the body to build new bone to increase the surface area holding up this mass. So, yeah, I guess the question is, if it isn't from this, what is it from? And where's the why, why is it occurring? I'm going to leave that to the scientists, because I don't know. Because I, I, still, I, I still think it's the same as reading a book. How many people read a tablet? It's the same thing. Reading a tablet, reading your phone, reading a book, reading a newspaper. You're still angling your head down towards you know, and looking at this, whatever it is that you're reading. Well, you've said before that we'll let the science scientists debate or rage on about these sorts of things. Yeah, that's right. We'll go on about our business. That's right. Yes. 
So that was it. That's all I have. All right. Should we end it? Yeah, I guess so. Anything else? Oh, no. We have to talk. We have to do our sign off. So we want to encourage people to get a hold of us by email at wetalkedaboutthis99 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear feedback from people, right? Absolutely. Bring it on. Topic ideas, comments. If you agree with what we've said, disagree with what we've said. Yeah, love us or hate us. Doesn't matter. Absolutely. And then we have a Twitter account uh, at called at We Talked Podcast on Twitter. So please feel free to write us there or comment to us there. And we will have a website coming very soon. And I won't announce what the website name is until it's live and ready to go. So hopefully by next episode, we've, we've got that up and running. But yeah, please, we really encourage people to write to us and let us know what you think. It would be great to have the interaction. Absolutely. See you soon.